Exodus chapter 3, verses 4 and 5. But when the kindness of God, our Savior, and His love for mankind appeared, He saved us. Micah 6, 8. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and walk humbly how does your faith affect the way that you're kind? Join us each week as we dig into God's Word with a guest. And at Revitalized Kindness, we believe that through Christ, we are a new creation, revitalized. And as we follow Him, we can revitalize kindness in our own culture. Welcome to Revitalized Kindness Podcast. My name is Dave Weaver. And I'm Yvette Walker. And this episode is called Encouragement because we have Brian Sexton from the Intentional Encourager Podcast. Let me say that again so it's clear. The Intentional Encourager Podcast. And couldn't have a more perfect person on our episode to talk about encouragement. We're so happy to have you, Brian. Welcome to our podcast. Yvette, Dave, and, and Dave, forgive me, ladies first. Now, I live up here in West Virginia, so it's, it's ladies first. That's right. You open the door for a lady. I learned that a long time ago with my wife of now almost 26 years. Yeah. She's like, Hoss, you want, if you want things to be good at home, you better be opening the door for me. So That's right. I, I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not a real brilliant guy, Dave. But I am smart enough to listen to my wife. So there you go. It's good to be with you all. I, I'm a, I've been looking forward to this for a good while. And uh, listen, I'm going to tell you something right now, Dave. Mm-hmm. You and I are playing shorthanded because we are not nearly as pretty as Miss Yvette. So we are playing <laughs> shorthanded here tonight. So let me tell you yeah. that. We're doing the best we can. You have and learned right. well, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's good. I, it, Brian, do you have uh, a moment after the podcast? Maybe we can talk and you can give me some pointers. Because Listen, I as Forrest Gump said, I am not a smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, you, hey. you just, you know, it's, it's Dave, I tell you what, man, it's, you know, it, it took me a long, a long time to, to get the, the, that thing dialed in, as I like to say. And, it, it, you know, but, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, I tell you what, man, there's nothing better when God sends you the person for, I I said this on social media the other day, somebody said, Mm -hmm. you know, choose wisely, you know, it comes to your spouse. And I said, no, no, no. You let God choose your spouse for you because Mm -hmm. he always sends you the right one. That's right. You, you just let him take, just give the choice to the one that knows everything already Mm -hmm. and just let him do it. And you get out of the way and just be smart enough (laughs) to know when he sends you that person that, it, that, that, that they're sent from the Lord. And that's, yeah, that's how I feel about my wife, Tanya. Absolutely. And you're right. We often don't get out of the way, but we do, we need to get out of the way and let God work and, um, work in our lives in that way. Um, look, I, I looked on Facebook. I always do this. You know, everybody probably does something similar to this when we're getting ready for a podcast. Mm-hmm. I looked on, I looked on yours and, just to try to find some information. And I'll tell you, Brian, yours is so much easier. You have a list of things that, that are, are, are about you. Uh, often I have to dig and dig and dig to find interesting things about people, but you had a great list. Can I mention some of those real quick? Do you mind if I, well, listen, I, I, I tease all the time, Dave, my initials are BS. So you put two and two together. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh man. Um, all right. Look, Oh, I didn't notice this before. Let me ask you something. Favorite snack, right? You got townhouse flips one. Side yeah. Pretzel. Yeah. I've really gotten into those things. Cause I love pretzels. That's, right. that's my go-to is pretzels. We've got these pretzels here in West Virginia. And by the way, if this company wants to sponsor the Intentional Encourager podcast, we'd be happy to mention Utz Pretzels, hard the, the, the hard pretzels. Be happy right. to mention those on yes. every podcast. I'd probably eat some 
pretzels if if they'd sponsor the podcast. I'd probably eat some on every episode. <laughs> right. But I, I love pretzels. But I found these townhouse flips. Yes, they're good. I, I think yeah. I've bought a case in the, in about the last three weeks that my son's been my son's been in Oklahoma where Yvette's at, and mm-hmm. uh, I told my wife last Saturday I said I need some crackers. So I came out with about ten boxes of these. Blasts. Even if it's not the flips, uh, in terms of crackers, townhouse versus Ritz, who 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 wins the match? Oh, goodness, I mean. You know, Coke or Pepsi. I mean, you know, when you're thirsty, <laughs> does it matter? You know. All right. So here's the. I mean, look up. at if I would stand up, I'm about six three, about two hundred eighty pounds. So does it? I mean, look at me. Do I look like I've missed a meal? <laughs> I mean, it don't really matter if the if if you put townhouse crackers in front of me, mm-hmm. or you put Ritz crackers in front of me, I'm gonna eat it either way. So it, it doesn't really matter. Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever taken vanilla ice cream and put it on top of your Ritz, crack, Ritz cracker? No, no, okay. I can't, can't say that I've done that. It, it doesn't sound too good, but let me, let me, let me promise you it's great. My dad asked me to do that one day when I'm over at his house. There's two favorite things. He, he likes the crackers and he, and one day he puts them together, the ice cream and the cracker. And he's like, you got to try it. And I said, eh. and I finally did one day I tried it and, it's amazing. Um, so yeah, my try- dad used to eat. My, my dad passed away about ten years ago, and he used to eat all that. You know, he would eat weird stuff like that. And I'm like, I, you know, I I just I can't. You know, and I'm the oldest of three. I'm the only boy. I've got two sisters, and I'm like, man, I hope that that mm-hmm. gene pool just kind of stops in certain places. You know, that 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 doesn't affect it. But you know, up here, let me tell you something, Dave. Up up here in West Virginia, for years. I knew people that would take milk and eat crackers and milk together like they was eating a bowl of cereal. And, and you know, again, it's uh, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, right. you know, my taste buds have changed. I'll be 50 next month. My taste buds have changed. So, mm-hmm. but I just, I mean, I just happen to really, really like those townhouse flips crackers, man. Yeah, again, if townhouse wants to sponsor the, sponsor the Intentional Encourager podcast, we'll eat townhouse flips on every podcast. Right. Just contact me at the intentional encourager <laughs> intentional encourager podcast at gmail.com. You can you can send it my way and I'll right. be glad to get it. So, so will, like but will cheese. it be but will Go it ahead. be the Ritz intentional encourager <laughs> or will it be like the townhouse intentional encourager? Yeah, podcast? yeah, the, the, yeah, we were yeah. Talking I, about I, naming rights the, the flip the flips intentional encourager podcast, you know. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Well, listen, I mean, you know, um, I remember a bit Andy Griffith did years ago, and he'd go, good cracker. Good <laughs> yeah. Cracker. You know, so, I mean, it's, you know, but uh, pimento cheese. I like North Carolina pimento cheese. I don't yes. like pimento the cheese. <laughs> She's shaking I don't head. like, I don't like our pimento cheese up here. We've got, a, right. we've got a company that makes it here locally in West Virginia. I don't like it, but my wife's cousin, her husband lives, they live in Charlotte, and he makes some of the best homemade pimento cheese I've ever eaten. And it's something about the way you guys do it in North Carolina. Yeah. It, it's really good. Little known but fact. We got, of- hey, Dave, I, let me jump in here real quick. Sure. We got a Highway 55 burger place here mm-hmm. in the little town yeah, I live in. I know in. that place. And, and I well, they're a North Carolina company. And mm-hmm. I, I love their their burger with the pimento cheese on it. Because, again, mm-hmm. they make the, the pimento cheese. The North, It's a little more cheddar-y than what how we make it up here so right right forgive me yeah. for jumping in i i just no. all of a sudden i was talking about food and just lost everything no i understand i lose cell. it too i was just yeah. gonna say little known fact about me because i don't think i've ever mentioned it on the podcast i used to make my own blend of pimento cheese and i sold it and so i sold it locally and it was called it because my my nieces called me uncle d and it was called uncle d's pimento cheese and it was so yeah, I did that for a little while. It got a little big, you know, I was selling a lot and I started thinking, I was like, you know, I technically need a commercial place to, yeah. to do this. So I, I stopped my conscious got to me and I said, I can't do this legally. So we'll, we'll just stop. But I had fun doing it while I did. So anyway, there's, well, my listen, if you're going to sell something illegally, food's probably the best. <laughs> so I mean, you know, 
you know, why, why, how do you think, how, how do you think Baptist churches in West Virginia got built back in the 1950s? <laughs> Running. Yeah. yeah. Well, I grew up, Pente- I grew up Pentecostal. So I, let me say this. I grew, I'm still, I grew up Pentecostal and still in Pentecostal. We've got about 40 churches in the state of West Virginia mm-hmm. that were built with homemade baked goods and spaghetti dinners and you know, all kinds of illegally sold activities. So, <laughs> you know, from the culinary standpoint, not anything else, but just from food sales and things like that. So absolutely. So you've got your podcast. That's the yeah. intentional encourager. What else you guys want to know about me? I mean, since we're, we're just throwing well, out random facts. Well, here. you said in the, in the, on Facebook that yeah. you like to cook breakfast. So I'm curious of what's your go-to breakfast meal that you cook. The easiest thing. My, my wife's got these these dishes, these these uh, glass dishes, and they're round. I take three eggs, a little bit of milk, some butter, some seasoning, some cheese, some microwave bacon or turkey sausage, and I just dump it in there, mm. mix it all together, throw it on high for about four minutes. While that's going, I make a piece, couple pieces of toast, and, and in about five minutes, breakfast is served. So There you go. Right out of the mm. microwave. I put a little steam dish over top of it and you know works for me in fact that's probably what i'll eat in the morning so because most of the time i grab a if i'm at home most of the time i grab a bagel and cream cheese and and woof that down yeah if i'm on the road i'll eat either something from the hotel or i'll grab something um i'll grab something you know like taco bell or mcdonald's or something like but Mm -hmm. here's the thing what people don't realize about West Virginia and North Carolina, the, the, the similarities. And I'm really, I'm coming out to Oklahoma in a few weeks. I was telling, that's what I was telling. We were talking before, before we get started recording. Mm-hmm. When you, when you are the fattest state in, in America, at, like it is in West Virginia, and we've got a chain of restaurants called Biscuit World. Biscuit World. <laughs> kind of hard to, good. you know, you guys got Biscuitville down in North Carolina. Yeah. We've got Biscuit World. Right. And so, you know, I mean, you know, what do you expect for breakfast? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we might as well open up a chain of restaurants called Artery Clog or something like that, you know? That's it. That's it. Uh, what comedian was it? I, I don't, I can't remember, but he, he, he said that the reason Southerners are so slow or as slow as they are is because of biscuits and gravy. So that's, I felt like that there's some truth in that. Uh, cause I'm a, I like that. I like biscuits. And so Yvette, when I come to Oklahoma in a few weeks, what am I, what, what's, what do I got to get for breakfast out there in Oklahoma? Wow. Well, there's a great breakfast diner here in Norman. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm near the university of Oklahoma. So you got to go South a little bit called the diner, kind of an iconic place. And, and yeah, diner, it's a small place. They probably can't afford to, to, <laughs> We got a sponsor. sponsor. We got a new sponsor. sponsor. Joy or revitalized kindness, but um, that's right. You know, it's 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 where the locals have gone for years. Called the diner, um, scratch scratch kitchen. Good Mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, just the name, Mm -hmm. right? Boomer's is good. So I I guess I guess I got to walk in there and go boomer sooner. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. You know, actually, Oklahoma, the Oklahoma City area has kind of become you may not believe this kind of become a little foodie area lots of restaurants have opened yeah. up downtown um so i mean you could you could come and really have have a good time eating if you want to do that we do have a place called fat burger that's kind of like your biscuit world <laughs> well my son told me about a place out there he said dad he said when you come out here he said they'll be open by the time you get here it's a place called tony's tacos out there Oh yeah. Yeah. So he said, you got to go to Tony. So, so my son is, my son is kind of pre-scouting the area for me before I get out. Nice. So yeah, he's, uh, my 22, my soon to be 22 year olds kind of pre-scouting the area. So, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to have to have deep, meaningful conversation with him, Yvette on, (laughs) on his findings. So yeah, that's good. See if it's good. Right. Right. And I tell you, talking about food is encouraging. And I think that's why food is such a favorite part of our, we got, it's survival, but it's also, I think it's very encouraging to a lot of us, right. To talk about food. Um, But again, you have the podcast intentional encourager. Tell us a little bit about that. I've got some questions specifically. I want to ask you about it, but just set us up for that. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your podcast. Well, Dave, I, you know, a lot of people were, were telling me, you know, obviously with the years that I spent doing, 
guest hosting and live radio and, and doing public address for a couple of Christian schools that my son had gone to. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks had told me, they said, you got a pretty good voice. You might want to do a podcast. And I, I had thought, okay, what do I want to do one on sports? Do I want to do one on current events, the Bible, whatever, you know, cause I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think here's the thing, Dave, the intentional encourager podcast. We've, we've had college basketball coaches on, We've had ministers, we've had all walks of life, and I love it because encouragement is universal. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nobody on the planet, you know, from the president of the United States all the way to the most common person on the street, there's nobody on the planet that doesn't need intentional encouragement. And right. we we've just, you know, we just strive to to just have all walks of life and things like that, even though I'm a Christian. And, mm-hmm. and, and am unashamed to do and, and to, to live and be who I am, I'm not going to turn anybody away, away that's got a powerful, encouraging story. And so that's how it was born. Look, Dave, I looked around and I saw a bunch of expertise and very little encouragement. And I said, I can, I can fix this. Yeah. Who, who isn't encouraged by a powerful story? There's like always connective tissue, Dave, in a story. Because, again, life, the experiences of life are not unique to one person or another. You know, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Right. And so, you know, if I, let's say, you know, I, I lost my dad 10 years ago. Well, I probably half the guests that I've had on the Intentional Encourager podcast have lost a parent. Mm. Had some that have lost kids. You know, have yeah. have have some that lost spouses. And so again, loss is universal and 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 mm-hmm. what we do is we, you know, the the question I ask him is I say tell me the biggest obstacle you've overcome and what was the biggest lesson you learned from it? And I don't know anybody that can't take something inspiring. That's the tagline of the podcast. Inspiring people, inspirational stories. Mm. You know? Yeah. And 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 it's the stories of people that make the intentional encourager pie. It's not the host. Listen, I there are times, Dave, I'll just in your vet, I'll I'll happen to ask a question that 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 has that aha moment to it. Okay. Great. But it, it it should always be about the guest and what what they've overcome and their encouragement, and that's what connects. I'm just the conduit. It's the guest connecting to the audience and to the listener. That's where the real magic happens. Mm. You know, um, I think a lot about God's timing, too. I looked at the launch date for your podcast. Mm-hmm. And you and I are similar, and probably even a vet. Uh, vet, what was your launch date? Do you remember? It was it was mid May in 2020. Okay, May. You got April, I think, uh, Brian. If I'm not mistaken, I'm July. But I'm just thinking about the year 2020, and just here on out. I mean, you know, going forward in our lives, and even backwards from 2020. You know, 2020 wasn't the be all end all, but just so much happened that year. Our lives changed so dramatically that I I just thank God for moving us into this space where we could speak of joy. We could speak of kindness and we can speak of encouragement because I, I see so many people in the workforce, in my family, such and such people that I meet at church and that need it. They need encouragement. They need. Well, I'm going to, Dave, I'm going to go a step further. There, there was intentionality to the, the exact date that I launched the podcast. Mm. It was April 8th, 2020. April 8th was my dad's birthday. Mm-hmm. My okay. dad was the original intentional encourager. From the time I was a little kid, my dad was always encouraging me. I started singing in church when I was three. My dad got me up there. My dad gave me and instilled in me incredible confidence that I could do anything. And so I was going to launch this podcast on his birthday. When I wrote the book, when I wrote my book, people buy from people, it released on December 6th. That was the anniversary of my dad's passing. I was going to take a a sad day and make it a day of honor. And so I've really tried those, those, 
And again, I'm working on the the second book, The Intentional Encourager. Be the one, become the one thing that changes everything. If I can get everything done, it will release on December sixth, twenty twenty two. That's mm-hmm. the target date. That's the we're you know because I want to take that intentionality, mm-hmm. and 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 I don't want to just say, well, I'm going to release it. No, I, I was I was intentional from the get go. I knew exactly when I wanted to release a podcast. Because those days for me since 2012 have been somewhat melancholy days. You know, you think about people you've lost on your birth on their birthday mm-hmm. and when they pass away. And I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the script here, so to speak. And so yeah, I I, in, I intentionally, no pun intended, I intentionally released a podcast on April 8th on my dad's birthday. Mm. Wow. Yeah. There's, um, I listened to, um, episode zero of your podcast, which is, uh, you know, AKA for podcast world, that is trailer episode. And yeah, the story of the original intentional encourager. There you go. And and I love that episode. And you laid out a few, we may not have time to talk about all these, but you laid out a few reasons for why intentional encouragement, right? And a lot of these now in the first one, let me just say this, this, the first one resonates with me because quite frankly, this is a big reason why revitalized kindness happened. I I started thinking about it in 2019, but it just launched in 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, And your first reason that you listed our world gets bombarded with negative news for me uh, from media and social media that tear down rather than build up. Yep. And that was the thing that I saw. That's the trend that we continue to see in so many different areas of our life. And then of course, in the media and social media, um, I mean, have you seen any differences between where we were in 2020 and now? Um, I think it's worse, Dave. Yeah. I think it's worse. I, I think people, and forgive me for saying that, I believe. Don't ever say you think about something. This, this, I'm going to give one for free here, okay? It's hard to change somebody's beliefs. I always try to say I believe. So let me, let, me, let me go back. I believe it's worse now just because of some of the events that have happened in our world since 2020 mm-hmm. and the divisiveness of our world. But, but here's... Here's the thing that I will say. Encouragement breaks divisiveness. It's the rock, paper, scissors theory. You know, scissors always beat paper. Paper Mm -hmm. always covers rock. Rock always breaks scissors. Encouragement always breaks division. Because here's the thing. You know, I can go to Yvette, who's an African-American lady, and I can encourage her as a white male. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because encouragement is universal, as we were talking about just a minute ago. And it breaks those it breaks down those walls of division. Because yeah. when someone is discouraged, you're looking for anyone that will encourage you and bring you hope. Zig Ziglar said this, encouragement is the fuel that powers hope. Mm. I don't care who you are, what nationality, what race, what color or creed. You need hope. Mm-hmm. I need hope. Amen. Everybody needs hope. And so if I can deliver a word of encouragement done intentionally, not just, I hope you have a good day. Mm-hmm. That's generic, right? But if I I go Yvette, listen. I believe it's going to be a good day for you because I believe good things are coming for you, and that's my sincere hope that God grants you the things that you desire today. Now that's intentional. That's specific. That's targeted. That's going right to you. Or Dave, if I would if I would reach out to you and I would say Dave. Listen, I don't know what you're praying for, but I just believe that God's going to do something great for you and your family and just hold on to the promises of God. I don't have to know what you've been praying for in secret, but that encouragement goes right to where those prayers are. Mm. And it's specific and it's measured and it's timely. 
And so I just believe that encourage, that's my goal is to spread intentional encouragement to as many people as I can. Mm. And I believe if we get it, it will impact businesses. It'll impact churches. Imagine going to a church full of people that are intentional encouragers. Right. Everybody's encouraging each other. Then the pastor wouldn't have to deal with messes or pastors wouldn't have to deal with messes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Church people wouldn't fight. We would all get along, and our worship would be more powerful because everybody's coming in charged. Mm-hmm. Everybody's ready to storm the gates of hell with water pistols. You know, right. and so that's what encouragement can do, and it's such a simple concept. But Dave, I'll tell you this, forgive me for the long-winded answer. Here's why people don't intentionally encourage. Because you give more than you take in. And in our society, we're a society, we've become a society of takers. Hmm. And so people don't want to put the work in that's needed to be an intentional encourager. If they could just see what it does, if they could just see how powerful it is, that that mindset would flip. I love that. I was going to ask. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just real quick. Brian, do you you believe that there is some concern or worry i'm going to intentionally encourage this person but i'm not sure about the response that i'm going to get and that because of that worry people might not might not practice that encouragement yvette it's like the, the, you you teed that up so beautifully to me it's the parable of the sower in the word of god jesus the the command was to go and sow it wasn't to worry about where it lands. Yeah. Because Jesus said in that parable, well, the word's going to fall on stony ground and the word's going to fall by the wayside and the word's going to fall on good ground and the word's going to fall here. This is the same thing with encouragement. It's not your responsibility to get the encouragement where it needs to go, but you do need to target it in the right direction. You can't help the receiver. If somebody is determined to be discouraged, they're going to be discouraged. You know, you you can't if somebody is determined, you know, here here let me let me go here for a second. You guys know what the definition of sin is? It's re, it's it's easy. The definition of sin according to the Bible, the Bible says he that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. That's it. And so if you've got somebody determined not to do good, they're going to do it. If you've got somebody determined to gossip, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. If you've got somebody determined to divide, they're going to do it. You can't encourage the discouraged mind if they're determined to be discouraged. Because some people just, Dave, some people just love to be miserable. Mm, amen to that. They just love to be miserable. Yeah. And Yvette, that that that's the best way I could answer that. It's a beautiful question. I really appreciate that because if people only could just go, wait a minute, there's really nothing good about me being discouraged, and there's really nothing good about me being upset, and there's really nothing good. It, it's it's almost like an attention grab. And we we are so desperate in this world for attention. Yes. Through our social media platforms and things like that. Listen, people ask they'll ask they'll ask and they'll say, "Well, how many downloads you got in your podcast?" I don't know. I don't care. My podcast is not for the masses. It's for one person that will listen because Jesus operated in in the ministry of one. If you read the parable of the of the sheep. The Bible says that the shepherd left the 90 and 9 to go get one. And so we got a lot of podcasters that that want to, and I'm not knocking our, our Christian podcasters, but my biggest piece of intentional encouragement for you is to do your show for that one person that needs to hear what you have to say. Don't worry about everybody else. God will send you what he wants you to have. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about everybody else. Do your show for one person. It reminds me in a way of... Forgive me. I was pre- I, I, got, I got to be in a Pentecostal preacher there for a minute. Forgive me. <laughs> no, it's good. And this is kind of a follow-up. It reminds me of a practice that um, 
that a group that I know used to do, they were called anonymous encouragers. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because this whole idea of wanting something back for your encouragement, well, they took that completely out of the out of the matter because they opened a phone book when we had phone books <laughs> and they literally kind of like, you know, kind of like the, on a globe where you kind of spin the globe and you put your finger down, they would open a phone book, put their finger down, wherever it landed, they sent a letter of encouragement. Mm. didn't know where it was going to who it was going to go. Um, it didn't have, it wasn't signed today. You know, I wonder if that would fly, if it would be too creepy. I don't know. We live kind of in a different world today, but it took the you know, the required response and the concern about response and the concern about wanting to feel good about what you just did. It took all yeah. that out. Cause all yeah. you did was write, what the Lord inspired you to write to encourage somebody and you put it in his hands and let it get to the right person. I would go a step further. I love that story, Yvette. If you really want to have some incredible impact, supernatural incredible impact, take 25 names in that phone book and as you write each letter, pray over that letter, the Lord will fill your mouth through through the ink of your pen mm-hmm. and the Lord will speak to you. And and I'm telling you, that will be powerful because that will go right to that person exactly what they need. And and that's the thing. I got a text from a guy in my church. He was like, Well, what what you got any prayer requests that I could pray for you? And and I just thanked him for the text. But here's the thing: be careful where you walk in encouragement because some people unload on you, you know, they'll, they'll just, they'll just like how much time you got for me to vent my dirty laundry. Cause it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Be careful mm-hmm. what you can do. You can be targeted in your encouragement, but you can also build faith. And my instruction to, to that young man in my church is bro, let them know you're praying for them. Give them a word of scripture and build their faith and get out. Don't ask them for a prayer request because there's some people who just unload on you mm-hmm. and they'll, 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 they'll send things your way. You don't need to bear. Mm-hmm. Mm. You've got to have some spiritual maturity about that. And so that's the thing you've is, is I want to bring wisdom to encouragement. There's right ways and wrong ways to encourage. You say, well, how's there a wrong way to encourage? Well, when you do it generically, that's not a good way to encourage, you know, that's like have a nice day at the grocery store. Okay. Well, yeah, I just spent $200 on a loaf of bread, you know, cause that's where, that's where prices of food are going. But you know, it's like, you know, you, you're not encouraged. You're not encouraged when here's what I like to do. Forgive me for going off on a tangent here. I like to call people by their names. Dale Carnegie said, the sweetest sound no person's ear is the sound of their own name. I was flying out of White Plains, New York one day. And I got to know this lady named Jasmine up there. Beautiful, beautiful African-American lady. She, she has a son in the, in the Air Force, or in the, in the Army. And we just got to talking and I said, thank you guys for what you do for, for passengers. And her coworker was standing next to me, Yvette, her next to her, Yvette, and she looked up at me and she said, "You don't know what that means to me." Mm-hmm. She said, "98 percent of the people that walk up here and talk to us have some kind of gripe." And she said, "You've said thank you," and so now I start to do that every every in as many gates as I fly into in different places to let these folks know that I appreciate what they're doing. And it's amazing the reciprocation that comes back. They go, hey, why don't you just come on and get on the plane a little bit early? Okay, thank you. Kindness, what you guys are doing, kindness multiplies. It never subtracts. It never divides. It always multiplies. And that's, I love things that multiply, don't you? Yes, amen. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, somebody said empty encouragement is false encouragement, which reminds me of kind of what you're talking about with generic, maybe generic encouragement. Um, when I read that, I kind of, I wanted to think, how did I take that statement? But again, that's empty encouragement. It is false encouragement. Like would, would you agree with, with that? hundred percent, hundred percent. Cause Dave, here's the thing. If I walked up to you and said, appreciate you, Dave kind of walked off mm-hmm. or I didn't look you in the eye. That's the one thing I taught my son as a teenager. Somebody's talking to you, you look him in the eye. Right. Because if, if you're talking to me and we're sitting, Yvette, if you, if I came out to the diner out there in Norman and I sat across the table from you and we were eating a meal and you were talking to me and I was doing this right here, I was looking off, looking around, checking my phone off. Oh, hey. You wouldn't feel like I was very much a part of that conversation or probably like, do do I stink? Does he not enjoy my company or something like that? Right. I mean, I would feel like you are not present. What's going on? You're not present. Exactly. And that's the same thing, Dave, is is that, you know, we've, we've got to start treating people. We have developed such a lack of decency one toward another. And I blame social media for that. You do not have to get on social media and rant because somebody cuts you off in traffic. Put your big boy or big girl pants on and just go about your day. Don't worry about it. You know, you're not, you're not helping anybody because here's the thing. We need more kindness in our world, kindness and encouragement are brother and sister. You can't have encouragement without kindness, and you can't have kindness without encouragement. And we've got to have more of that yeah, in our world. We do. You know, thinking about that that telephone book thing, right? And, you know, of course, a lot of people don't have a telephone book now, but we a lot of us have social media now, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if something like this, where, that we're talking about more encouragement and, and instead of the, all the negativity, you know, they got the hashtags that people can do. Sometimes these things blow up. I, we, we need to start something like that, perhaps, um, because more people and, and, and what I do on social media and what I do through this podcast is for nothing but encouragement or yeah. to to edify people in the word of God and and to be kind. That's it. That's yeah. that's all I really want to do on social media. I, a lot of people hate social media. I get it. I really get it, but I think it's an important tool at the same time. Well, we we we've, we've tried to to we here's the thing, Dave, that's happened. What what I see is people have forsaken their principles for platforms. Mhm. If, if it be, because there's, because of the other P word involved in that, and that's profit. Okay. Let's be honest. Platforms have become profitable. Okay. If I'm going to sacrifice something, Jesus said, store up your treasures in heaven where moth or corrupt moth, moth can't corrupt it and thieves can't take it from you. But the problem is we're trying to set up too many earthly kingdoms not thinking about the day that eternity comes around. And that investment is far more valuable than than things that will pass away. Because mm-hmm. I can promise you one thing. Everything that I own, I cannot take with me to the grave. Right. Somebody's going to get it. My son, if he chooses to sell it, my wife... Listen, I've got suits that belong to my dad. At some point, they're going to be gone. You know, I I know where my dad is, and I know there's no suits in the ground with him, and I know there's no money in the ground with him. I know that. Can't take it with you. But we, we spend so much time building platforms that don't amount to a hill of beans because we're trying to make the almighty dollar. Well, I, I want my, I want my podcast to be, I want it to generate income things. Like, hey, that's great. If God sends it though, let him send it. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing you will, the thing that makes you can be the thing that breaks you. That's right. Yeah. 
That's you know, and, really and so, true. you know, I, I don't want to be, be, listen, I, I want to stand before God with clean hands mm-hmm. and, and say, Lord, you know, not, it's not that I, that I haven't done wrong and made mistakes and things like that, but I want to stand before God with clean hands and forgive me for going off in these tangents, Dave and Yvette. I don't know. I feel like I've got some inspiration from the Lord. I'm just, these things are calling myself to, to themselves to mind. Because I, I believe what we're talking about tonight is just so powerful, and somebody needs to hear it. Amen. Don't trade you principles for a platform. It, it's yeah. gonna, you know. Jesus said, "What does it profit a man mm-hmm. if he gains the whole world, but he loses his soul?" And I've seen people, I have seen people turn their back on God for a platform. That's right. Wow. I've seen yeah. people. I've seen people leave the church chasing things that are temporary yeah and yeah. and that's a trade that will never you, you there there was no, there was a i love southern gospel quartets they're one of my favorite quartets was a group called the cathedrals and they sang a song years ago it says sin will take you farther than you want to go it'll leave you longer than you want to stay and it'll cost you far more than you want to pay wow and wow. that's what happens a lot of times when we chase platforms yeah mm. Amen, brother. You that's stirred good, up the preacher, man. I'm sorry. That's a good word. That's a good word. No. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, while while we're on uh the word of God, um, let's 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 turn just a minute this way. Uh, a couple uh snippets, and I'll put these in our show notes uh that I got from an article on encouragement in God's word. One one of the articles said this short sentence, why is encouragement emphasized in the Bible? And it said primarily because encouragement is necessary to our walk in faith. And I know a lot of times we don't yeah. think of it from that perspective. Uh, from even as believers, we may not understand, or you know, we may think just encourage someone to make them feel good, yeah, or whatnot. Um, but it, it's actually an encouragement, and they say necessary for our walk in faith. And I can see that, and I and I've seen that, like especially as we we've gone through 2020 and beyond yep. and uh, churches closed down for a little while, zoom calls, zoom meetings and such and such. Um, actually a lot of people lost uh, numbers, which the yeah. numbers are not important, but that means mm-hmm. they're elsewhere potentially, and maybe not even here in the word of God or in the word of God. And yep. that's the concerning thing. Right. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, I think we need to be encouraging others in that way that's a big way that we we definitely need to encourage our brothers and sisters in the faith so that we can walk in our faith powerfully um because this world is such a it'll pull you everywhere if we let it you know we we look at social media and just the news and it can pull your emotions in so many different ways sure yeah to the point that you're you don't know what's what anymore and so yeah we got all right and another statement let me read this one real quick and then we can discuss it says without encouragement life would soon feel pointless and burdens burdensome and if i can say that right without encouragement we can be overwhelmed by the very uh real pains of our lives without encouragement we feel unloved without encouragement we begin to think that god is a liar and or is unconcerned with our welfare so the bible tells us to encourage one another to remind each other of the truth that god loves us that god equips us and that we are treasured and that our our struggles are worth it you know i think about um often especially uh, at 2020 i hate to keep mentioning that but one thing that just kind of come to the surface for me was some of the stats involving suicides. Yeah. Um, and that was heartbreaking just to, to read the stories, uh, to see the parents talk about these situations. I had some people that were close to me who dealt with those types of situations. Um, recently, um, somebody, another person that's close to me lost their daughter who was um, in their 30s. Um, it was out of the blue. There was no, uh, indication that that might happen. Um, however, she took her life and there's always hard to hear. 
Um, and sometimes we, we can't detect when something is wrong with someone. And so part of being present, maybe is it, you, you, again, we're talking about intentional encouragement. Mm-hmm. What, you know, I, I think that is so necessary in our lives because if we're not intentional about it, we don't know when people need it. We don't yeah. know when somebody might be at their low of lows in their life because they, they hide it well. Yeah. And so we never know when God might use us in those situations to bring somebody up or to just to build a bridge where they might uh, confide in you and, and you can start that relationship in terms of uh, consoling or encouraging and yeah. giving comfort to somebody. Um, and that's why I love what you're doing. Cause I think that makes us think about that. We need to think more deeply. I want to save, or, you know, sometimes they say, think deeply about the things that, um, that may hurt the, the heart of God. I forget how it's worded, but I think sometimes we need to de- think deeply about things that might, um, you know, concern God. And, and that's people that, that may be at the end of their life and such and such. And so, I think it's just really great. Um, I get crazy neighbors setting off fireworks for some reason. I was like, oh, my word. Only in West Virginia. you know. They had extras from last week, right? Well, Dave, (laughs) let me go here for just a second. I tell people all the time, you you set that up so beautifully. You can't pour into somebody from an empty bucket. If you come to me and say, Brian, I need – you got a bottle of water and, and the fridge is empty. I can't help you. I can't I can't give in to you. But you've got to you've got to encourage yourself first. And 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 I'll share this with you, Christians. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 30. That portion of scripture will light you up. And and I'll give you a quick synopsis. King David goes to Ziglag, and it's an Israeli stronghold. And he gets there, and lo and behold, the enemy, the, Zig, the, the Amalekites, are at Ziglag. And the Bible says they burned the city with fire, and they took their women and children captive. And the Bible talked about people mourning. They were not happy. And they were starting to blame David. And the Bible says they spake of stoning David. This was their champion. This was the guy that defeated Goliath. This was their this was their warrior king. And they wanted to kill him. You allowed this to happen, David. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 30 and 6, David finds himself the, the last part of that scripture says, but David encouraged himself in the Lord. He went and got into a cave, and the first thing he did was encouraged himself in the Lord. Now here's why that's important. Because the next thing he did was he told his servant to go bring him the ephod. The ephod was a garment of worship. But David could not put on the garment of worship until he encouraged himself. See, a lot of people want to try to put the cart before the horse, so to speak. Mm. Well, I'll just put on my Jesus music and everything be all right. (laughs) You better find a place of encouragement. Yeah. yeah. You better yeah. get your mind, as as we would say up here, get your mind right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what David did. He encouraged himself first. Mm-hmm. Then he put on the garment of praise. And then the last thing was he inquired at the Lord. Not of the Lord. Not in the Lord. But at the Lord. It was directional. God, I need direction. I've encouraged myself in you. I've worshipped. Now I need direction. And he asked the Lord, he says, shall I pursue? And the Lord said, pursue. You can't go anywhere until you get encouraged. Mm. Had David not encouraged himself, he wouldn't have gone anywhere. You can't go somewhere without getting encouraged. That's right. God gives you direction because here's the thing. An encouraged mind is open. Mm. It's open. It's antennas up. It's open to receiving what God has for you. 
and David was then able to go pursue the Amalekites and get victory for the for the people of mm-hmm. Israel. But none of that would have happened without him encouraging himself in the Lord. That's how important encouragement is. You mm-hmm. know what the definition of encouragement is? I'm going to read what it is. to you. The act of trying to stimulate the development of an activity, state, or belief. Persuasion to do or continue something. The act of giving someone support, confidence, or hope. That's it right there. I love it. That's it. it. You 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 you're not gonna you're not gonna make it in this world without hope. That's you're right. You're not gonna make it in this world without being persuaded. And you sure aren't gonna make it in this world if you don't believe something. Either you 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 you, you, you belief, I'm telling you, you get belief in your heart, mind, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And now you start to to you know. Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. What's faith? It's believing. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. don't believe it, you can't please God. Without faith, it's impossible. It's impossible right. to Amen. please God. Jesus says it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. It's easier. It's easier for, for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And so you got to believe. You got to believe that that you can be encouraged, that you've got to believe that you can be an encourager. You've got to believe that things are going to be all right because you know the one that controls everything. Listen, Yvette, David, if this is the last conversation I have on earth, I want to go out of here knowing that I'm on my way to a city called heaven. Hmm. That I believed in, that, that I believed with all my heart that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. He never fails. And I want to know beyond the shadow of a doubt that heaven is where I'm going. And I believe with all my heart, the, the, the minute my dad took his last breath and transitioned from this life to glory, that he, he died in that belief. And if that and if that is what God has for me, I want to die in that belief and encourage myself every day and say, I'm on my way to a city called heaven. My dad used to go around the house just singing a lot. Mm. I, I'll do that. Yeah. I, I might I might just I might go walk around and there's a city called heaven. You, because here's the thing, if if I don't believe it, why would I encourage myself in it? Right. And yeah. so get it, man, get, getting whatever you got to do to get encourage yourself. You got to sing around the house, sing. Mm. If you got to yeah. quote scripture to yourself, quote scripture to yourself. If you've got to get into the word of God, if you got to pray, there are all kinds of different ways to encourage yourself, Christian. Mm, that's so true. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of different ways. Don't, don't, I mean, I don't just eat flips crackers all the time. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the flips guys. Yeah, they're good, but not. I mean, I don't drink hot tea all the time. And when it's 87 (laughs) degrees, you know, I mean, good grief. But but there's so many ways you can encourage yourself. You know, listen to preaching. Right. You know, find some good preaching. Yeah. Find some good, inspiring word of God. The word of God will always, always suffice. But I tell Mm -hmm. people all the time, Dave, and forgive me again for going off on a a little tangent here. I tell people all the time: when you find a good source source of encouragement, just just go to it. Mm-hmm. Go to it. Yeah. Continue to go to it. Get consistent going to it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that verse that you, or that passage that you spoke of. Um, the passage I wanted to share it. It's similar in the fact that it, it, this comes from God, right? All right. So look, Second uh, Corinthians. In chapter one, verse starting with verse three, praise the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. He comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction. I, I love that passage because, again, the source, where does that all come from? From uh, For us, especially as Christians, that's going to come from God. And that's where David started that pursuit. Yeah. 
in, in the cave, he, mm-hmm. he went to the Lord, right? And I love that, how that tied in with the verse. And only God could do that as he's sharing, you're sharing that from your heart. And that's the verse that I wanted to go to first. But yeah, yeah. that's the point. Yeah, we've got to go to God, Christian. There's another verse I wanted to share uh, in Colossians uh, chapter 2, verse 2 which says, I want their hearts to be encouraged and join two together in love so that they may have all the riches and, and assured understanding and have the knowledge of God's mystery, Christ. And also, um, and lastly, in second, or not, I was going to say second Colossians. In Colossians, there's not a second Colossians, people. Don't go looking for it. But in Colossians chapter 4 and in verse 8, it says, I can get on it. This is not a verse by verse Bible. I want one though. Um, Cause if you don't know what that is, it's hard to find the verse. If you don't have a verse by verse Bible anyway. All right. So chapter four, verse eight in Colossians says, I have sent him to you for this very purpose so that you may know how we are. And so that we may encourage your heart. So in, in those two scriptures that, that we were kind of pointing out here, say so a, the source is from God. And then B, we, we should take that encouragement and pass that encouragement on to others. Yeah. Um, often Paul sent Timothy, Barnabas was the uh, son of encouragement. That's what is, I think that's what his, that's right. his name was in, right. interpreted to insert him a, a son of encouragement or son of exhortation. But yeah, we should be encouraging Paul often sent to the churches that were being persecuted. Someone, if he couldn't be present, like Timothy, to encourage. Well, Dave, think about that scripture you just read. Mm -hmm. If I insert the definition of encouragement in there, I can read the scripture this way. I send him to you to stimulate belief in your heart. Mm -hmm. The act of stimulating belief. What we just, and so Paul, Paul said, unless you believe you're not going to be encouraged. Because the un listen here, the unbeliever is not encouraged that Jesus is is a savior of all mankind. Right. That you know, you, you think about the apostle Paul in Acts chapter twenty six, where where he where he ministers to King Agrippa, and and he is just he is pouring out his heart to Agrippa, and Agrippa tells him he says, "Almost thou hast persuaded me to be a Christian." Mm. If if he could have gotten some encouragement there mm-hmm. in himself, if 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 he were an encouraged person, he might have seen, you know what, that's that that's the kind of God I I want to to serve and give my heart and life to, right. But but Paul said, I, I, not only you, I wish everybody. The, Paul basically said, I wish everybody get encouraged so they can find this Jesus for themselves. Mm. Amen. You know, and it's all it's it's all through scripture that this idea of encouragement. I just out of curiosity and a vet, we you know my history. I'm gonna try to say this Greek word. Don't say anything of it. All right. The last time I did this, man, it didn't work out well. And you may already know it, my man. Uh so help me out if I don't say this correctly. But the Greek word that I'm looking at is parakaleho. Did I say it right? It's pretty close. All right, but I'm going to spell it for everybody in case that didn't come through well. P-A-R-A-K-A-L-E-O, parakaleo. Well, look, the point is that in one of the definitions, multiple definitions, more or less meaning the same thing, but uh, one of those definitions is to console, to encourage, and strengthen by consolation and comfort. Um, Again, you got this uh, strengthen in there, beseech, exhort. But when I looked at this a little closer, let me jump over to this page right here. I found, but somewhere, and I, I didn't get the exact number, but somewhere between four and 500 instances where we see that through scripture. So I think there's a big emphasis, obviously, through the Old Testament and the New Testament of not only God's encouragement in many, many cases. Yeah. Um, and there's, and a lot of times there's encouragement that's not even being uh, part of this number that we're talking about because we're talking about a specific word. Mm-hmm. Um, however, 
you know, there's just tons of examples through God's word where encouragement is a big, big deal. All right. So, Yvette, I'm going to go around. I'm going to do a roundtable one last time. Yvette, any, any last words or any other thoughts about what we've talked about this evening? Yes. You know, you, you talked about encouraging yourself. You can encourage yourself when you encourage others. Mm-hmm. You can you can encourage someone and be filled with joy because you know that what you've just done has pleased the father. Mm. So do it. Amen. Just do it. Mr. Brian, final, any final thoughts? It's always the right time. It's always the right place. It's always the right thing. And I say this at the end of every podcast. Anyone, at any time, anywhere, can be an intentional encourager. You just have to decide if you're going to take the challenge. You have to decide, do I want to be an intentional encourager on my job? Do I want to be an intentional encourager in my home? Do I want to be an intentional encourager in my church? Do I want to be an intentional encourager in everything that I touch and affect. Do I want to be an intentional encourager? You can choose it. And I would say this, think about a world, just picture a world for a minute. What would it be like to go to work every day and everybody was encouraged? What would it be like to go to church every, every Sunday and Wednesday? Everybody was encouraged. What would it be like to get on social media? Everybody was encouraged this world would be a vastly different place, but it can start with you and it can start with Yvette and it can start with Dave and it can start with me. You do not have to ask permission to be an intentional encourager. Just go do it. Amen. And thank you so much. Um, Guys, this is, this is an important episode for us to just kind of take in. I'm, I'm going to enjoy listening back at this because there's just so many good nuggets throughout this episode that Brian has offered us. Thank you so much, Brian, for you being didn't ask here. me what my favorite drink was. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. What, you know is what it? I love, you know, what I, you what know, is- I dearly love <laughs> you. It's an energy no, drink. No, no, I don't. I don't No, Not, no, not hardly. <laughs> Yvette, I'm going to tell you something I dearly love. They've got a drink in the Carolinas called Cheerwine. Yes. I am a huge Cheerwine Zero fan. Wait a minute. Cheer, like cheerleading cheer and wine. Cheerwine. I love it. Every every time I go to North Carolina, I got to get me a bottle of Cheerwine Zero. It's the white label with the red on it. Yeah. I I love it. My son loves it. Uh, That's probably one of my favorite drinks in the whole wide world is Cheerwine. Think cherry coke, but better. Oh, uh, the, 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 that that cheer wine's in a class by itself. Well, it is, it is. But for her, cherry coke, but better, way, 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 way better. It's got its own class, yeah, for sure. Okay, I I'm do. gonna have to look this up as soon as we're off. <laughs> well, listen, yeah. I, you know, Dave. Dave was talking about North Carolina. I love North Carolina. It's probably where I'm going to end up living here in the next few years. At some point, we'd love it. I, I spent a lot of time down there. Um, barbecue places like you can't believe you got the mountains and the beach in, in the same state. Mm-hmm. Um, my son is a, a huge Duke basketball fan. So, I mean, it's, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, but we love, but, uh, but listen, awesome. I'm going to get to, I'm going to get to love Oklahoma here. I'm going to get to love a lot of Oklahoma on, on my yeah. job. Yeah. And so listen, this has been an absolute blast. I think we could have talked for 10 hours. Mm-hmm. But I just want to take a moment and thank you both for the for the ministry that God's given you around kindness. And and my encouragement to you both is just to keep on keeping on and just continue to 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 preach the revitalization of kindness. And, and just to continue to do what you're doing. God's going to bless you. God's going to give you, God's going to give you increase. And so what, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Yvette. 
Um, and consider this a public invitation to join me for an episode of the Intentional Encourager podcast. We will make that happen. Absolutely. Yeah, that so That's great. It. Thank you so much. Man, guys, uh, again, listen, listen to this episode until you get it into your head. We need to go out and encourage others. Oh, Dave, can, I, can I tell folks where yeah. to find the podcast? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, let me, let me, I almost forgot my, my tiny, my tiny, nearly 50 year old mind almost forgot it. Uh, wherever you get podcasts, iHeartMedia, Spotify, Pandora, uh, Apple Podcasts, it's just search the Intentional Encourager podcast. Uh, find us on YouTube. We're trying to get to that magic subscribe remark where we can get the Intentional Encourager podcast YouTube, but just search the Intentional Encourager podcast. Every episode that we, we release in audio, we have video that's right. It's it's just like, uh, so if you listen to the audio and you watch the video, they're, they're timed exactly the same. Some people like to watch the interactions. I do. I like to watch the interactions. Uh, there's tons of great guests on there. Uh, lots of great Christian guests. So if you like, um, I, I'll, I'll just name drop for a minute if I can. If you mm -hmm. like. Uh, if you, you, the, the king of encouragement was a guy named Zig Ziglar. Well, his son, Tom's a friend of mine. Tom's a great Christian man. Tom, that, that episode is great. Uh, my friend Al Robertson from the duck dynasty family is, is on an episode, um, trying to get him and his, his wife, Lisa back on to, to tell their story, uh, ministers of the gospel, uh, great, great people. Uh, our buddy, Eric Nevins, we did an episode together. Uh, Tim Winders, we, we, we did an episode together. Just a lot of people that you're going to recognize and know and still more coming um, that will encourage you. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Brian Sexton 13 Connect with me on LinkedIn and on, and on Facebook. Just search the Intentional Encourager podcast. And every episode we release to Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And Instagram. I don't use Instagram because my 22-year-old son... This is kind of like, yeah, it's a little creepy, Dad. But I, I'm not a big Instagram user. I'm still trying to figure that out. But uh, but, but all those different uh, platforms, you can find the Intentional Encourager podcast. Sweet. And we'll make sure, definitely put that in the show notes. We'll put some links down there for Brian. And so you can just click it. We'll make it easy for you. Click it and go. But you heard all the places you can go to find that. As always, people, we need to revitalize kindness. But let's be intentional let's be an encourager and let's just get out there we can do this together we can make a difference thanks everybody